Hello and good morning. How are we doing? Welcome to the Incremental Gains podcast. Another solo cast for you this morning. I don't know if you noticed, if you follow us on social media and YouTube and you subscribe, if you don't, why not? Please do. It means I can do more of these. It helps grow the platform. You may have noticed that I didn't really post anything. I mean, let's take it back. So incremental gains was set up to improve the mental and the physical well-being of the community. Last week was Mental Health Awareness Week. And you may or may not have noticed that I didn't really post anything promoting that fact. I'm going to talk a little bit about why, and it's going to involve a neuroscientist. It's going to involve Wimbledon, Rugby League Challenge Cup final days. A meditation, and I'm going to link all those three together, and they sound like a really odd combination, but so a bit of background, I listened to Sam Harris on the Chris Evans podcast. I didn't listen to it all. I listened to maybe like the first half hour when I was walking all good. Yeah, that's my dog, by the way, if it's the first time you're listening to us. And he was asked about his meditation practice, Sam Harris. He's got his own meditation app. He's a neuroscientist. Big on meditation. And he was asked about his practices. And his reply was that he strives, and I spoke about this a little bit on the um, book review, Effortless. Sam Harris spoke about he wants to get to the heights where to sit down for a meditation practice is kind of counterintuitive to what meditation almost he sees it as. He sees it as the operating system, not to where you have a, a practice where you, your head's all over the place all day, you get stressed out, and then you use meditation to sit down and switch off and breathe and be present. But then after that practice, you then go back to your normal default of being stressed. And I thought that was interesting. And he was saying that it should be, the meditation is something that should be part of your life. So always trying to be present, always being aware of the thoughts that are going around in your head and not not picking the thoughts up and carrying them to see how heavy they are. Don't engage with them. Don't give them the energy. And that leads me on to... I mean, it was, it was conscious, but the reason why I didn't post anything for mental health awareness week, really, was a little bit like Sam Harris's take on meditation. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's a week where we, we promote people having looking after their mental health better and people who are suffering mental health problems. There's a lot more awareness around specifically men talking, erring your problems, don't bottle them up inside. And I'm all for that. I get that. But we promote these practices and incremental gains and there's loads of other platforms out there and really good accounts on social media and that who are promoting this message but it's not just a week-long thing 
It's not just a week-long awareness, and we do it for a week, and then we fall off the wagon, and we go back to our normal default lives. Just like with the meditation from Sam Harris's point of view, it's the operating system, it's not the app. So Mental Health Awareness Week isn't just the app or the thing that we do for a week and voice our opinions and give our thoughts. It's something that we do all year long. We look after our own mental health. We have enough emotional intelligence to notice other people's mental health. That may mean understanding if a colleague or a friend has been off the radar a little bit. Maybe they're quiet when they come into work. Maybe you see them every day or you're in the office with them or the place at work and they're a little bit quiet. They're not as outgoing. And it doesn't take nothing just to ask. But ask with intention. Don't just ask and then you get the default reply. Oh yeah, not too bad, mate. Yeah, cheers. And that's it. Ask about the family. Ask about everything all right at home. How's the missus? How's the kids? Emotional intelligence is understanding the people around you, your own emotions, and when you start to feel emotions, and in what environments different emotions start to stir. But it's also about understanding other people as well. Understand before being understood. So if you are in a group of friends or colleagues, then this awareness is a year-long thing. It's not just a week, mental health awareness week. You should be aware of your own mental health, mental well-being, and incorporate the things that you use as coping strategies, whether that's meditation, whether that's just going out walking, whether that's taking your dog out, whether that's the gym, whether that's jujitsu, whether that's surfing, podcasting, whatever you do. It's a year-long thing. And it got me back to thinking, it's like, do you remember as kids when, well, I definitely did it, and I know my mates used to do it when we were younger, like, but when Wimbledon used to be on, Wimbledon came around once a year, and for that week, we all wanted to be tennis players, picking up our tennis rackets, going over to Boundary Road Park, and we'd hammer the tennis courts for a week. And then once Wimbledon ended, we didn't see another tennis racket till the year after. Same with the, well, for me as well, I know a lot of people were into rugby and playing rugby anyway, but Rugby League Challenge Cup weekend, you just go around to me nans, and after the Rugby League final went off, I'd be outside with the rugby ball, passing rugby ball around. Yeah, this is something I'm going to try and get into. Yeah, I love rugby, me. And then a few days later, I never picked up a rugby ball again. It's funny though, isn't it, how... It's kind of what social media is doing. We we pick up trends, especially with the Olympics. When the Olympics comes on, there's all sorts of different exposures to different sports that we want to get involved in. But that enthusiasm for them sports and them activities doesn't last. So it's something we need to work at. Same as Mental Health Awareness Week. We do it for a week. Great stuff, yeah. It's all good. Promoting the awareness, trying to reduce the stigma. And I think the stigma is getting better. But there's a conversation to be had around 
and Ant Middleton talks about this. I'm a big fan of Ant Middleton, but he does. He talks about that it is okay to be a man as well. It is okay to do what would be considered manly stuff. It is okay to look after your family, to be a protector, to go out and work and earn money, to provide for your family. It's okay to be all those things. But to be a man also means understanding your emotions and understanding that it's not considered weak to talk about any emotions that you're feeling or things that are happening in your life. So I guess to summarise what I've been talking about is is an awareness week isn't your mental well-being and other people's mental well-being is a constant, it's a constant thing. Look out for yourself. Do I just do things for a week that you did last week because it was mental health awareness week and you treated yourself a bit better maybe and then now that no one's talking about it, you go back to your normal default self. Look after each other. Look after your work colleagues, look after your friends, check in on everyone and listen when you're asking the question. When they're telling you about themselves, of what they've been up to, maybe issues they're having, if you've got that close relationship with someone, don't just be waiting for your opportunity to speak. Just listen. I think there's pressure on. Maybe people are, are a bit wary of asking the question because they might not be able to answer it if they get if they get certain information back, they're probably not trained, they won't be prepared, they won't know how to deal with what's coming back, but you don't have to. I think sometimes, especially from my experience running um, men's talking groups and facilitating them, it's that, it's that listening. You don't have to solve the problem. It's just having that ear that they can talk or you're not going to judge them. And you can say, well, that's okay to feel like that. That's okay for you to feel like that. That's a natural thing for you to feel like that under these circumstances. You don't have to solve the problem. Just make that person understand that if they do need to talk or they need maybe help or advice, you'll help them find that advice. They're not asking you to solve the problem. I think they just need to know that there's somebody there who's willing to listen, not judge, and help. There's nothing worse than offering unsolicited advice. I mean, you must have had it yourself when people are, you must do this, you must do that. I mean, I feel like I'm doing it myself sometimes with these podcasts and the YouTube channel and that. But it's not unsolicited advice. I'm putting it out there, and it's up to you whether you take it on board or not. But there's nothing worse than when you're giving advice to someone, you're telling them what they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing, when they've not even asked your opinion. But that's not what we're on about. You ask the question, you let someone talk, let you let them offload to you, and don't expect to know the answers. And just say, well, that sounds like a perfectly natural way to react in the circumstances or... They're natural things to worry about, yeah. I can appreciate that that is a stressful time for you. And let them know that you're there to, to help and help them. So I think that's all I've got for today. 
it was just a, it was just funner thinking about mental health awareness week and then relating it to yeah when when Wimbledon's on or when the Olympics is on this year 20 Tokyo 2021 I think you'll be getting involved in all sorts of different sports and then as soon as the Olympics is over you'll probably never do curling again <laughs> you know what I mean similar to meditation meditation isn't maybe something that you do for 10 minutes a day and then the rest of the day your head's wrecked and you're constantly on the go and you're stressed and you're thinking negative thoughts and you're extrapolating to a future that doesn't exist having arguments in your head with people who aren't even there oh, but for that 10 minutes you, you're trying to trying to be more present in that maybe the meditation is the day you're trying to be aware of your thoughts understanding that environment will trump your willpower every day if you're in a certain environment and it winds you up and it messes with your head when you put yourself in a certain environment with certain people maybe willpower's all well and good but eventually environment trumps willpower that environment will cause you to go back to your your lowest level of training so the best thing you can do and the best advice I can give is remove yourself from those environments. If you can't remove yourself from the environment, acceptance is a good place to start. Accept that you cannot move yourself from the environment and understand that you are in control of your thoughts and your actions at any time. In any given set of circumstances, all you can control are your thoughts and your actions. And that's when the meditation starts to become the operating system rather than the app. Anyway, I think that's all I've got for today. Please subscribe. If you think of anybody who might be able to get benefit from this, please send them the link. And we'll see you next time. Cheers.